Welcome to the show where three friends rate, debate, and investigate the films you'll love to see and hate to see. This is You'll Love to See It. We are live. Um, what if I just left the meeting now that it's, 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 it's um, asking me to? You guys see our first. Um, you guys see our first uh, video pod- podcast on on YouTube. I don't know if you checked it out at all. Oh it turned gosh. out pretty well. I'm not. I'm not. But, uh, blurred or anything. This you are so you embarrassing. Are, you guys can see it. this background. Oh my gosh. Um, I'm so sorry. It's, okay. it's not too bad. Um, I gotta make us an actual YouTube channel so I don't just use mine, but that'll come later. Oh my um, god, my you're, lighting sucks. You're, right you're now. in the grass. Well, I mean, you're blurred anyway, so. Oh no, but. That means we can't tell too much. This. Sorry, Back All right. um, celebrating. You're good. Uh, we will start with uh, Caleb. I'll, I'll chat with you. How are you doing, Caleb? Oh, I'm doing so well, Zach. How are you? Wait, wait what is that? I'm, ce- I'm celebrating the return to theaters. <laughs> You know what's funny? Did you both watch this in the theater? Yes. I did not. Um, I heard it was a better experience in the theater, too. Um, <laughs> That's I, I, unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> this is interesting. I feel like we don't get many podcast episodes where Eric is the one that hates the movie the most. Um, so When he does. When he does. It's hard. He, it he, bring, hard. he brings it all out. <laughs> he brings out all the guns. Um Oh my god, we're record. Oh my god, we started recording. Okay. Yeah, yeah you're sure. good. Yeah, yeah you're good. <laughs> um, <laughs> so this week is in the heights. Um, the new musical. I guess it's not new. The it, this was actually I didn't realize this till today. It was actually the first thing Lynn Manuel Miranda wrote, uh, his first musical he wrote. Um, you can tell. And I don't know <laughs> you can tell. Um <laughs> Do you know when this debuted on on Broadway, Eric? I don't know if you know. Um, I, I do like know that I'd like say 08, between 09. between 06 and 08. I think. So this was earlier than Hamilton on on Broadway too. I didn't know if this well was something before. where he like. Okay, interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, we're gonna talk about it a lot, but I know for one thing is you can very much. I had a long conversation with Kendall, and I guess Eric did too. Caleb might be the only one without the conversation, but you can definitely tell this is Lin Manuel Miranda's work. Um, <laughs> you can definitely tell this is his work. I mean, and maybe we'll get into. I guess Eric really t- can tell that this is his first work. I'm I'm intrigued to hear what Eric has to say. Um, but uh, I should watch this in the theater. Honestly, though, I won't lie. The second half of the movie really fell flat for me. So I was tuned out. And in the theater, I might have fallen asleep. Maybe that's a mean thing to say. But um, the second half, oh, this was, sleep. dude, I'm going to be honest, dude. This was a long movie. But, like, not long where it was, like, good long. Like, it was long where, like, I could noticeably feel myself losing interest a little bit. And I feel so bad saying that because I'm generally. You could say you could feel the passing of the days to the blackout. (laughs) (laughs) I could. I have to say this. And, you know, maybe maybe I'm dismissing Eric here. um, But um, I know Caleb and I have theater experience. I don't know how much. Eric, do you have experience in the theater at all? Um. So I've I've worked in musicals. I know Caleb has worked. Have you worked in musicals? You 
Have you been a part of Adam's family? Okay. I have. I have. Um, I have a bias when it comes to most musical movies, and that is if they're based on a previous, like a Broadway musical, I will 99% of the time prefer to see it on Broadway or like see it on stage. There's just a really big disconnect, I think, when when things that are meant for stage, it doesn't have to be musicals either. It can be, we had this conversation about, um, oh God, what's the name of it? Just won an Oscar. Um, La La Land. No. But see, Lala is different because it wasn't based on. No, we're talking about. Oh, oh, it's um, Ma Rainey. No, it was One Night Miami. That and the one with the man, the 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 man, the father, (laughs) the man, the the old man. (laughs) Well, the reason I'm saying that is because both of them we talked about the man with the daughter, whether or not they translated from stage. And I don't have the, I haven't seen In the Heights on stage. I don't know if anyone here has. I've seen a YouTube recording of not the Broadway show, of an off-Broadway show. Okay. Yeah, it's just like one of those things, I I guess we'll get into this, but one of the things about when when you take a Broadway or any theater production, you put it into a film, it just becomes, I feel like it loses something that is specifically not able to be captured in a film. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm not saying this would be any better on Broadway. I just wonder how different it would be. I know talking to Kendall, they, cut a, they, they uh, cut a few songs. They changed a few characters, things like that, um, which is typical of any, you know, translation from the stage, the screen. But, um, you know, one thing I want to talk about, I guess, you know, we'll just get into this is, I, I enjoyed this movie overall. Like I, I enjoyed it. I didn't find it particularly something I'm going to want to rewatch or will remember long term. It doesn't have the musical catch that Hamilton has. Um, that's just. I mean, I, am I is am I lying with that? Do you think I'm wrong? You're I'd say tell I, me that I'm wrong. I'd <laughs> say it, it has some catch. I mean, it's no, it does. It's definitely it not some... to the same quality. But it's, no, uh, I just I'll be I've on and maybe it's because I I've, there's a few songs I have to say the intro song is one of my favorites. Um, ninety is it ninety six thousand? Um, mm-hmm. I enjoy that as well. Um, there's there's some good songs in there. Uh, I guess it's unfair to compare this film to you know one of the highest grossing Broadway shows of all time that has literally you know been stuck in people's heads since they were in middle school or, high, or you know in high school whatever. Um, we're dating ourselves here. (laughs) I guess my issue with this (laughs) is that I, and maybe I have to say that I understand the difference in this film. Maybe it would be different if I was an immigrant, if I was, um, you know, someone who lived in a city who was, I don't know, you know, I, I guess my, it's just like, I'm a white boy from, from Montana. So it's like, I feel like my connection with this movie is going to be much different than someone else. Um, and I guess with that, I think that the movie was good, but I don't think it did anything exceptionally well. And I don't think it pushed enough of a political envelope that I thought the movie was going to have. So that's my introduction to this film is that little statement. What uh, political 
things were you expecting and or hoping for? I mean, I don't think I, I don't, it's not that I wish there was like so much more politics in here. I just think this is a criticism I had. I was talking with Kendall. Kendall also expect, talked about this. My criticism of Lynn manuel Miranda's writing is that I feel like with a lot of his work, the envelope isn't pushed too much. And Kendall credited this towards, and, and, and maybe we all, maybe we disagree on that. Kendall, this is what Kendall's opinion was. And I feel, you know, hearsay might be in order here, but, um, you know, Lynn manuel Miranda's kind of has a very neoliberal, as they put it, I guess, viewpoint. And the writing doesn't usually reflect with Hamilton or with this, maybe a very, maybe a super progressive. It seems to be in some ways a little like whitewashed um, in other ways. You know, I know one of the big criticisms I talked with with Kendall was that there was they brought up to me that there was a significant lack of Afro Latina representation besides one character, um, which is makes up a good amount of the population in Washington Heights, something I was not aware of. Also, I think, you know, they talked about some some more. They talked about also like some queer baiting stuff. I just think I do think I expected a little bit more in terms of like. I don't know, some, some, some pushing of the envelope. I don't know if that makes sense. I, maybe that's unfair to put that burden onto the movie. Cause at the end of the day, what I did like about the movie is that it was a, a celebration. I really enjoyed the tone of it. I really enjoyed how happy and like very like celebratory it was in, in, in some ways. Um, but that was just one thing I, I thought about and heard. So I don't know if that really answered your question at all. And yeah, that that seems to be the, the, the hot controversy surrounding Lin-Manuel. What, what, do you, what do you think, I guess, in terms of maybe Lin-Manuel's work in general or this or if, I don't know, it's a loaded question. I think the, the stuff that people have really called out hasn't affected me so much, hasn't bo- affected my enjoyment of his work. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, back when Hamilton premiered, it was, of course, seen as this completely revolutionary political uh, show. And then it was only more when it was released as a movie that people started to uh, started to attack it. Yeah. Uh, so there's a lot of stuff in Hamilton now, a lot of controversy around that. And I think specifically people don't like uh that there's not so much talk about slavery in that. I mean, it's considered glossed over. Some people think that casting, uh, make, casting all the founding fathers as POC uh, actually covers up the, uh, the fact that it is, you know, the, the, the problematic nature of the people uh, that they're representing. But that stuff didn't really bother me because I think that, you know, he, he was trying to tell a story about Hamilton and the founding fathers and how they kind of built their country. And as he explained, you know, he fit a lot into a two hour, 40 minute musical, did the best he could. I'll take him at his word for that. But I think when there are hot topics, uh, you know, very controversial uh sensitive topics like slavery i think now the the i the ideology the popular ideology is to say that that really needs to be the focus of 
uh, a work of art. If you're going to include it, if you're going to write about a time or people that were involved with that, then that needs to be the focus. And because slavery wasn't the focus of Hamilton, I think it got a lot of heat for that. I don't think that has to be the case. I think mean, he's telling a story of this guy coming to America and, you know, his life in, in crafting his legacy. I think that's what it was about. And, you know, that's, that's what he accomplished. And I think he accomplished that very well. Uh, and in the Heights, I wasn't uh, aware before I saw the movie about, uh, about this this color controversy i wasn't um, either so i so if in the in the uh in the theater it didn't affect my viewing because i i was not aware of it looking back on it i don't know maybe i'd have to watch it again but i don't think you know i i fall more into line with what you were saying before zach that this was a celebration and i really felt that and it was clear that yeah, the the changes in the script you know are highlighted the changes in the script from the broadway show to to the movie uh highlighted political issues for example sonny's storyline about uh you know potentially not being able to go to college because uh he he was not like a fully legalized citizen uh that's not in the musical they added that to the movie you know to to kind of raise awareness on that front um, the direction is so energetic and joyful that I think it really is just meant to capture the excitement and the pride of this community. And I did not feel certainly when watching it that there was any intention to take away from any part of the community. I thought it really, you know, tried to, to lift everybody up. Um, so now looking back on it, I don't know, it, it, it didn't impact my viewing so much um but of of course there's uh, always improvements to be made and uh yeah i say you know there was a public apology from lin-manuel so i can I only that. assume that uh everyone will try to improve from what i think was a good step in this movie yeah i i agree um I think for me, Hamilton works because as a concept, I find it very moving. It has a conceptual basis of like Lin-Manuel as an immigrant finding himself connected to some part of American history and sort of reclaiming that for himself. And I, I find that in itself very moving. And then on top of it, it's a, I find it a very focused sort of like epic story. Um, in the Heights, wow, it was <laughs> overwhelming in the theater. I mean, overwhelmingly similar to The Wanting Mare, but... Um, wow. Wow, this is the worst movie I've seen in a long time, guys. I hate it. I, hate I mean, it like, so on, on a big level, what, what really just you um, didn't like? So you guys called it a celebration, and that this, this movie's celebration is, like, smothering to me. It's, like, smothering and artificial and, like, corporate, like... I felt the entire time that I was watching this movie that I was watching like a Target commercial. Like I like with Pride Month right now, like we're seeing all these like performative, like these performative, like celebratory, like corporate ads for Pride and whatever, while like these companies are also like at the same time 
funding, like anti-LGBT laws and like that. I felt like I was watching something of that sort. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think part of it is that the, the material is too close to Lin-Manuel Miranda. I don't think he really knows how to um, express his love for his community other than exposition. I feel like a lot of the lyrics come down, boil down to something like, I am proud. Like I love, I like, I love my community, which like totally fair, totally valid. Like everyone's dancing is great, but is, is, is more telling, not showing that as opposed to like, I, I talked about this with Caleb a bit earlier, but like the one time that really, really stood out to me was in the carnival song as the salon ladies are leaving. They're talking about their memories, um, I think in the Dominican Republic and how they used to have carnivals. And the, um, the, um, the women start like their own sort of carnival during this massive blackout. And it's, it's like incredible. It's my favorite song in the entire thing. Um, but like about halfway through that song, like Anthony Ramos, who apparently was played by, whose character was played by Lin-Manuel Miranda in the stage, and Lin-Manuel Miranda swoop in and then they fully overtake the song with Lin-Manuel Miranda's style and like them just screaming about like themselves and their like, I don't even know, their like nondescript, like sort of monolithic pride. And I, I feel like that's sort of like, that's sort of what I felt for the whole movie. I feel like the movie, the movie's very, I don't know. It, it smothers like real emotion, real story, real exploration of political issues in favor of this really like artificial, like obnoxious celebration that's in, in a way depressing. Like Caleb talked about, um, Caleb talked about the inclusion of Sonny's um, dreamer trying to get a green card storyline. And there are sort of a lot of those in this movie. There's um, political issues such as Nina's alienation at Stanford. There is um, what- And her, be her being searched while she was there. Her being searched, yeah. There is, um, there's also the- Gentrification. Gent did I just say that wrong? No, no, you did say it right. It's like, there is, it does discuss gentrification and like some of them have to move out. And there's also um, the protest, which, oh my God, the protest scene, just awful. Um, and all of these moments are just peppered in enough for you, for the movie to say like, haha, like we're discussing these issues and then to forget about them for the rest of the movie and then neatly tie them up at the end, or in the case of Sonny's dreamer thing, fully disregard them. Like they're in there just enough for you to like, for them to pretend that they care about them and then swoop in with Lin-Manuel Miranda style and like say like, we're proud, we're proud. And then not do anything about it. It's, it is like so obnoxious every time. Like, um, yeah, that was my main issue with it aside from also, the look, I hated the way this movie looked. The CGI was god awful. Um, didn't like the directing. I didn't like the way that they kept cutting away from the dancing when people were dancing. I didn't like the, um, 
I didn't like the way oftentimes, like in 96,000, for example, Anthony Ramos is clearly in a sound stage while everyone else is on location. That's like not that important though. I didn't like the way they tried to use special effects to enhance the, um, the singing and dancing when it was just distracting away from the real talents on screen. Like I don't need to see Nina drawing the bus stops as she's like, as she's singing, like show, like focus on her singing. Um, I didn't like, I mean, I didn't like the way that there were so many storylines in this movie that didn't get their due. Nina shows up, talks about Stanford, and then she's sort of gone from the movie until the end when suddenly like, oh, she's sort of in a serious relationship with this guy. And then suddenly they're dancing on the side of the building where you can sort of see the green screen. You can tell the green screen. And then suddenly her entire mindset about Stanford has changed in sort of also a cynical way. Like the end of the movie, she just, she, um, like the end of the movie is um, of her storyline, spoiler alert. She, if my memory serves correct, she pretty much realizes that Stanford will provide her opportunities to give back to her community in ways that she couldn't before, which is entirely valid. But it they, it's done in a way that, seems to brush past all of the like institutional alienation she felt. Um, I, I mean, I liked, I liked about this movie, what I liked about this movie, I loved um, the acting. I thought Anthony Ramos was great. Um, I thought the people in the salon were great. I thought the, the grandma was great. I didn't think the two female actresses were quite as good as the, the two female leads were quite as good as the male leads. I thought the singing and dancing, like, all incredible. Um, yeah, sorry, I'm just going, I don't, there's no structure to this. No, I'm you're just, good. I'm just going. Good. I hated the um, advertisements in this movie. Like, first, very first scene of the movie, um, what's her name, Vanessa? Vanessa walks in, she's singing, she goes, I want a Coke. So cut to the movie, holding on a bottle of Coke, like, glistening in the freezer for, like, 10 seconds. Or the fact that Tide sticks kept coming up like four or five times, and then we were like, "Sorry, like you got you got to drop." Like I got just the thing for you. I got a Tide stick. Or like, come on, all the Stanford name dropping. There was other name like drops too. There was definitely yeah. um, references like definitely to Hollywood paid. movies. I mean, John Wick, Star Wars. That's fine. You know, like, it's like Hollywood culture. musical, like pop culture. Yeah. But like, like the Tide sticks, <laughs> like, come on. It was um, a little, yeah. I, I mean, I could probably let's let's focus in on some of these things because I want to I want to. Uh, I mean, the main thing is conversation how, about the main thing is the like corporate manufactured disingenuous nature of this movie that really rubbed me the wrong way. Like, it really felt to me like this was a movie made by some corporation to be like, haha, like we love our community, we are facing all of these issues, like we know, like. But like, haha, we don't really care about any of these issues and we're just gonna performatively pretend like we do. That's the main thing that I really hated. In addition to, sorry, I'm gonna go off again. Like 10 other things. <laughs> In addition no, to the fact that I, I wasn't a huge fan of the music, um, I, I put in my letterbox review that I hated that the sad songs weren't sad, but I guess it sort of goes with the celebratory nature. It's like, there's emotion in the music that's not, in my mind, expressed by the music. Every single song is sort of like a triumphant, like, like bop. 
Whereas whenever it gets sad, it just gets slower and it gets a little softer. And the like emotion is mostly expressed in the, the lyrics and not really the performances or the music. And I, I really, really, I think for a musical, that is like one of the worst things you can do. I, 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 don't, I don't remember it at this moment, but like, exact, I don't have like, like my, like, okay. So like the grandma dies and then like immediately there's this song where they all start chanting sort of grieving her, but it, it to me really played like an anthem, like stuff like that. Or there's songs where um, Usnavi is about to leave for the DR to go chase, to chase, to chase his like dream of reopening his father's shop. And Vanessa comes in and is like, what are you doing? Like, you shouldn't be doing this. Like moments before the, like he is about to literally step out the door and they have sort of a heated exchange through the song that lasts about all of two seconds that I would have loved to like see the emotion for. Like, I didn't feel like there was much in the way of emotional range in this movie, nor did I feel like there was musical range. I guess that they're like very intricately related. All right. We have a lot to unpack here. <laughs> um, <laughs> we, I think let's start on a couple different spots. Um, I think I, I agree when I, when you, when you mentioned a lot of your things, I think there were a lot of things that I also noticed um, when I was watching. Um, I think I might be a little bit more in the middle. I don't know. I'm not necessarily saying Caleb enjoys this way more than me. I think I'm a little bit in the middle though, where it's like, um, there's certain things I forgive and don't really have a big of issue with. Um, and Caleb, feel free to chime in kind of at any time too. Um, or Eric again, not that you can't. Um, I think kind of starting with the corporate feeling of it, I got a little bit of it, but not maybe to the extent you did. I mean, it's hard because it's like inherently it's Hollywood. Inherently, you're taking something that I think is going to be maybe more raw and making it more palpable for an audience. Um, then again, I don't know how the music was written. I also want to think a big part of this is because this is Lin-Manuel Miranda's first work that he started on in college. Um, so I think for instance, I also had a big issue with the narrative being so all over the place and it works in some hand because it's trying to get a glimpse into the, this life of what it's like in Washington Heights. But I think when you do that, you punish yourself or what I should say is you restrict yourself to not being able to dive into so many issues. You make a two and a half hour movie feel like not much has really happened in two and a half hours because storylines aren't completed. Storylines are forgotten. Political issues not really delved into. So it's like one thing you brought up, for example, was the Stanford whole thing about, you know, you know, the issue she had with Stanford and then going back to help her community. The jump there seemed did not seem right for me. It seemed like a very quick, like, I'm very unhappy with Stanford, the heated discussion at dinner and then like one protest with, I'm going to be honest, not very good dialogue throughout the film <laughs> gives me um, gives me like kylie jenner with the pepsi yeah. energy <laughs> <laughs> what i'm gonna say is i because you have made a movie that has so many branches which on one hand is so as as, as someone else who's who, who tries writing i understand it's like you get so interested in all these different things i feel like it ends up hurting the final product because you forgo you forgo character arcs you forgo like it doesn't. It didn't feel right for her to suddenly feel like no, I need to go back to Stanford. 
like forget everything that's happened to her. Um, well, I think I think the ending of that storyline makes sense. I feel like we just missed a lot of it. Like, well, that's I wouldn't be surprised if the original stage play were much longer. Well, she does have out. a whole song to herself about um, some in- some things that happened at Stanford. I'm not 100 percent sure what the what the contents of the song are, but I do know when talking to Kendall that it is something that was cut from the final. Uh, from but the yeah, movie. it seems like we're missing. We're fully just missing narrative. Well, it know, seems like, weird because it's like, how can you be missing narrative when the movie's already two and a half hours long? It's like, yeah, and, but and it was. I don't know if they're two and a half hours plus long. I mean, stuff's going to get cut when you make it into a movie. I don't know. Caleb, do you want to, what is your opinion on the narrative and the, just kind of the. Sure, it's, it's unfocused. It's choppy. There are lots of loose ends. It's spread thin, whatever. I like. Didn't, you didn't really I, affect I, you very much. I, I caught, I caught the gist. I got it enough. And I thought that that was not what I was there for at all. This is not meant to be you know deep on character you know it's not meant to be a singular character study or even a big thing it's just supposed to capture this community i think that's true even more so in the movie than in the play i think the play actually dives deeper uh in the play i think usnavi is actually more even more of a central character i think he kind of ties the community together in the play uh, everybody is really connected to him, whereas here, it's less so. I think here, you know, they just, he's someone in the community who they just happen to focus on while also focusing on, on other people. So I think it, it was pretty clear that they weren't trying to really nail down character and story. They, they prioritized, you know, music and spectacle, which I really enjoyed because they, they didn't lose the story enough where you know you were confused or or upset well at least I wasn't um so it, it didn't really bother me so much that was something that I thought was easy to forgive and while I noticed it was long uh I was never bored it, it's somewhere in the middle sometimes movies long you don't even feel it I felt it, but not in like, oh gosh, I need this to to end now type of way. Yeah, I never. I guess I guess I was less bored and more like annoyed. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how I'll say it. I mean, I like long movies. Like I feel like sometimes when we watch short movies, there's more of a sense of like keeping track of the time. Whereas like when you're watching a long movie, you can really just like relax and like sit in it sometimes like you don't have that mental block in you and yeah I I mean I do agree that this movie prioritizes the spectacle I just wasn't sold on it I I do want I do want to say I think there is something I I was a fan of the music personally um I I I do I love the way Lin-Manuel Lin-Manuel Miranda writes I love the lyrical uh, aspect of it it's I, I i love the music um not as to the extent of like hamilton or anything but I, I enjoyed a lot of the music i recognize that it didn't have maybe the high peaks and low valleys that other musicals have in terms of emotion i still thought there was enough i, I wasn't super i mean i didn't think everything was super happy super glamorous but i do think there's something to be said and about the burden of 
you know, especially like minority cultures to have to discuss certain issues when in reality, it's very rare that we get to see a culture celebrate. So I think like having this movie, it could have been much more heavy. It could have been much more political, which I even still criticize it for being not political enough. But I think there's something to be said about it being joyous, that there is something to still celebrate about being a part of something when it's very hard to be. And I, I do I do like that about this film because I think it's very easy, not easy, but I do think it's very easy today to make a film that is both critical and like very focused on other outside narratives than it is to make one that is trying to ultimately celebrate a culture. And like, I mean, I, I feel like we can criticize Lin-Manuel for having, you know, not discussing politics enough or not having this enough. But I mean, you can't doubt how much, you know, he loves his community and how much love and celebration is in the film. I mean, I can understand why it can feel a little corporate, maybe like Hallmarkish in some way. But I, you know what? I have to. I just have to say, sometimes in life you need a little Hallmark. Sometimes in life you. I need wouldn't a go. Little ha- bit. Hallmark would be very generous. I was thinking. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't get. <laughs> I don't get the Target vibe. I don't. I get. A, I can understand a tiny bit because it's Hollywood. Ultimately, it's going to be a little less politicized. It's going to be a little less. But even then hearing a little bit from what the original play was like, is there anything, I mean, I, I just like, and I'm not saying this is a criticism of you, Eric. I'm just like, I'm t- in my head, I'm like, is there anything wrong with Lin-Manuel writing something that celebrates his community? It's like, maybe it could have been done in a different way in terms of a movie adaptation. And I'm sure the musical might be better, uh, you know, on stage, but I just feel like in this day and age with so much depression, <laughs> I just feel like it's so it's it is a little bit nice to see some celebration. Although I'll buy it may be handled in some incorrect ways, but ultimately those are things that affected my post viewing experience and not necessarily my viewing experience. I guess the thing for me is it's not even that it's not political enough. It's that the movie chose to talk about the political things enough such that it like to protect it could pretend it could care and in terms of the celebration like it's to- I would have loved a celebratory movie that to me felt like it was cel- it knew what it was supposed to be like celebrating this movie like I think the the core of the critique of whether like colorism uh in the movie or like the representation of all these different countries into a single monolith is that the celebration is so non-specific that the movie ends up feeling it's just celebrating something nebulous. It, it, there's no specificity to the celebration to me in a way that makes it feel just like, oh no, just so empty. Like, like th- there's just nothing there. That, I don't know. Like you don't feel like they were celebrating the people of Washington Heights? Well, I think I, I see what he's you, saying you is that you don't- less specific? You think it's you you just wish there was like more culture in it? Like the 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 celebration didn't seem like it was based in like I it didn't I, seem I, like it was based in any it, I I don't know. I just never got the fa- I just never got the idea that it was based in anything specific. Like maybe it could have been based on these like if it was if it was gonna be centered on Washington Heights and I wanted more of like of the characters, you know what I mean? If it was gonna be celebrating 
Washington Heights, I wanted them to know more of these characters and they're like vibrant personalities, like for example, the salon ladies who gave my favorite number, as I already said, but I, I didn't feel like the movie did that very well or even like cultural, like, I don't know. I, I really felt like it was just like empty. I didn't feel like there was anything there. I mean, I do see what you mean, and and, and and it's something for me that's like, you know, how much of it is based on, you know, how, you know, you're trying to get such a wide array of what's happening in two and a half hours. And it's like, I can understand why the, you know, kind of putting in pieces of political issues, it seems a little bit more convenient rather than like natural, as in like, you know, a protest is thrown in there or, you know, and it's not that these things aren't real things. But they just feel like I kind of see what you're saying that they do partly feel like they're just placed in there because it's like, oh, we need to discuss these because it's a part of, you know, the Latinx community. Is that I mean, is that a little bit what you're saying? They yeah, just, they, they don't it's feel like they're, half they're... that we need to discuss this. So we're going to put it in and half. Oh, my God, we don't... let's discuss this so we can get like good press about it because they'll be like, oh, my God, our movie's so progressive because our play is at this point 12 years old and we need to show that we can keep up with the times. I will say that, you know, and again, I, I do think it's like, I don't know how much the movie was going for this. So, the, you know, at the same time, it's like, is it the burden of films like these to have to discuss politics or can they simply be a celebratory piece? But I see what you're saying is like, if you're going to bring it in, then if you're going to have those segments of politics, you either need to then like give them some weight or you're just kind of using them because it is seeming progressive rather than just having a piece that is mainly focused on the celebration. Um, it just seems kind of the, that the, the politics are used as pawns. So I, I kind of see that that was one of my issues. It's just like, I definitely did feel like there should be a little bit more. And I, I don't know if that would take away from the celebratory aspect. So I'm in the middle. I don't really even know kind of how I feel, how I'd make it different, but I do feel like there is, as Kendall called it, it, it was not progressive. It was like neoliberal progressive. So that's just one person's opinion. Maybe two person people's opinions. Um, but to answer your question, uh, do these, you know, do, do these stories need to include the political stuff? Uh, no, they don't need to. Like, okay, as in the musical itself, in the original show, you know, for example, like the Dreamer storyline didn't exist, right? So they don't need to. Uh, and yeah, absolutely, the the political introduction uh, was. Uh, handled clumsily i think the stanford storyline is even more amped up in the movie than the musical um but i don't know i think my in to this movie really was the music um i'm sure that's helped by the fact that i've listened to the music i've been listening for a few years now um you know before before i saw this movie so i was already familiar already in enjoying it and and connecting with it. And I think the music uh, does not struggle with the same issues that the, that the screenplay does. Uh, and that is, the music is more celebratory, just more genuine. And I definitely think more specific. Um, I'll have to listen I, to the music on, sorry. I just say, I, I'm, I'm, I yeah. enjoyed the music. I'd be, no, I'd be I enjoyed to listen. the music. I, I enjoyed the music. Yeah, and I think I think the music really does capture the community, at least makes clear what he's what Lin Manuel is trying to express through the music to me. I 
whether that's accurate to, to the real life, like obviously I can't comment on, but I, I definitely felt like I understood uh, how much Lin-Manuel cares uh, and how he, you know, paints these people as being prideful and, you know, trying to get by Usnavi, you know, may struggle on day to day, but he's still ambitious and trying to build his legacy. I thought I could really connect with that. I think many people of doesn't matter what background you're from can can connect with that uh i was able to connect with nina you know making it out uh of harder situations and you know using you know just her her intelligence and her determination uh to try and create something better than what she was given i think that's very strong uh that's always going to be a very strong character someone people will want to connect with and yet I thought it was done uh, not in a general way not in that general ambitious archetype but really focused on her situation growing up in Washington Heights uh, how this community relied on her to kind of bring them you know hopefully more success uh, in the future and and I thought all these characters were really seeded in this community uh at least in the music and i think i'm sure it helps that i was familiar with it uh and that it wasn't i wasn't trying to put it all together on my on my first time but uh i think that's what carried it for me and i think the visual display uh obviously there's some dissension here but i i think the visual display did overall a good job uh a very good job of just complimenting the music. And, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm and bring, that. just bringing the music to life. And I think that was the big job of the visuals. And it did that. Sure, the, you know, the animations were kind of silly, definitely unnecessary. But, uh, you know, the, the, there are small things here and there. I, I'm usually not one to notice when someone's on a sound stage or, or how bad the cgi is usually that stuff gets by me so i didn't have to worry about that um but yeah i think it just it really complemented the lively proud nature of the music and that just brought the whole thing together for me i guess i'll say my last thought um is that yeah i mean the the one thing i think no one can dispute is just how talented of a writer in terms of his lyrics, Lynn Manuel Miranda is. I mean, some of those songs. I think people I mean, dispute it. I don't. I, think, I don't I think, think a lot can, of people. Man. Dispute I really it. don't think you can. I personally, I, I don't think you can. It's just like, sorry, I'm gonna. Really, sorry, I'm gonna go listen to my block for a second. <laughs> <laughs> personally, I guarantee speaking, you, he did not write personally. that. Maybe I should say personally. Is that, did he not write? I mean, it was so. It was in there so many times. I just, uh, I just, I, I enjoy, I enjoy his lyrics and um, I enjoy his style of, uh, of writing. So that's all my. I, I really have to finish with. Yeah, I mean, I like Lin Manuel Miranda style. I especially like a lot of the times in his movie when there's like collective like speaking. I find that incredibly powerful, and I did re- honestly really enjoy the first like hour or so of this movie. I, I really did. Um, it's precisely for the reasons you, you talked about, Caleb, because these are characters that started to feel like very seen in this community, but then there was, it was sort of like Game of Thrones. <laughs> you like, you, you have so many, you have so many people and you don't know where to, where to go with all of them. And suddenly they're all coming together, like slightly too neatly. 
in a way that feels, I guess I've said this way too many times, disingenuous. Um, I, I think maybe I need to listen to the music more, but the, I did feel, I did really feel like all the music totally felt very similar to, to me in a way that I, I wanted more from musical. I mean, in terms of the political stuff, we were talking also about whether a movie about like, for example, Washington Heights needs to be political. And I, I also agree, like, I, I don't think it does. Like you're making a musical, like this is clearly not really set in real life. That's also like, like the soundstage stuff, like, like whatever, if the rest of the movie had been better, like, like whatever, you know, like it's, it's a musical, like it's, a, it's meant to be artificial. Like they're all singing, like, this is like perhaps the easiest genre to get away with making a story that like, if, if we're going under the assumption that you need to talk about political issues, this is the genre where you might not need to because it's, it's a musical. Um, but yeah, not for me. Valentina also only got one line. So it was also that. <laughs> hey, you know what? I know I think it's, um, I, I think I've, I've had a lot of interesting discussions about this film with people and I'm, I'm, I'm happy to have some more in the future because I think it's one that I don't know. You know, I, I think it will stay with me in, in some regard, and I also think. Um, but overall, I don't even I would another say, shot. Yeah, I say it's an enjoyable experience. So that's really that's uh, it. I wouldn't go that far, but <laughs> I would give it another shot. All right. Any other any final thoughts, Caleb, Eric? Yeah, I didn't even really get into the stuff I didn't like because there there was some. Of what do you want? Do you want to brief? Do you so want to not brief? Briefly, go ahead. Yeah. Um, I thought this, and I think this is also the fault of my previous knowledge uh, and and knowing the musical. Um, but I thought Anthony Ramos was just not the right guy to play. Oh, I thought he was so good. <laughs> um. It's it's a little toned down in the movie, I think, to adjust to Ramos's sensibilities, but especially in the musical, and I think still some in the script in the movie. So Usnavi is really meant to be this, you know, like awkward, hyper, you know, dorky, corny, very genuine, super sentimental guy, essentially Lin Manuel, uh, who who he is. Uh, so this this is the role that Lin-Manuel was really, you know, born to play. And obviously he wrote it for himself. Um, I think Anthony Ramos is just too cool to play this role. Uh, I think he does, he does a good job, but I don't know. I think if you go and listen to the soundtrack from, from the Broadway show, you'll just hear more passion uh, in, in Lin-Manuel's, rendering just more excitement and pride i think anthony ramos has this this coolness that comes with or i should say this emotional distance that comes with coolness and that he's slightly detached like he can't he can't just let go completely and and give in to what really is supposed to be this kind of saccharine uh character who just you know is super you know is so excited that he has to talk so fast and, and he just like can't stop gushing about how much he loves this place um because that's that's who the character is really written to be um 
And so I think it falls short. Ramos falls short a little bit there. Um, I think there is some untapped potential in the humor as far as his relationship with Vanessa, uh, because he, you know, he tries to like play it awkward and, you know, like he's not completely, he, he tries to play it awkward, but it's just, I don't know. I just, I would just recommend listening to, to, to the Broadway show or seeing it if somehow, if you can. Um, so I think the passion in, in Lin-Manuel's performance, just the, the overwhelming sincerity that is usually a problem in entertainment works really well uh, in this particular instance in the Broadway show. Um, so that's just something I would recommend. And I guess my other big problem is that uh, there's very little dramatic tension in a, in a blackout. And that's kind of the centerpiece of this whole uh of this whole movie sorry we're all <laughs> thinking the same thing <laughs> <laughs> you know they they literally mark time in this movie you know around the blackout uh i think it would it plays better on stage the chaos of it all and it also would play better you know in like 2008 before everybody had a flashlight in their pocket uh and or everyone could just call an uber to get home right um but that that's that's a smaller issue. Uh, I just, overall, it's it's the spectacle, and it was there, and it made me forget about most of these things. And only now, in a more analytical setting, am I am I coming up with these ideas. But um, yeah, overall, a great movie to be back in the theater to see. I feel like I this maybe not made for me that I don't generally go for movies that are happy. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's fair. I think there are very few happy movies. Like, like if, they, if they're happy, they have to be like, maybe like what you said with Lin-Manuel Miranda, they have to be like so sincere that they like fully win me over. Like pop stars like that for me. Yeah, that's um, a fair criticism. Uh, um, yeah, I think I will have to go listen to music again. That is something I want to give another shot. I, I think it's hard to get the full, like, like I, if it, like, I think there's a real chance that the music is very like emotionally fine tuned. I, I think I just wasn't, maybe might not have been able to process it on the first try, but I, I do think that insincerity still really does not sit well with me. Um, yeah, I think Lin-Manuel as Usnavi would, would fix some of that. The thing is Lin-Manuel is just not a very good too, singer. Though. That's the main thing. Yeah, but that, you know what? That, I honestly, I could live distracted with distracted me in Hamilton. Like I could live with that, personally. But all right, in the Heights. Well, we got a diverse opinion, but uh, I'm also gonna have to listen to music again too. But uh, yeah, mm, yeah. All right. Well, we'll see you next Be time. Be humble.